Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome, welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter. And today we are going to be talking about how your ego and your inner child is fucking up your business. Okay, um, it's one of the most common and also complex um, aspects of, of business that I think it's uh, doesn't get the acknowledgement it deserves, but also doesn't have the understanding. So ego and inner child are kind of like two sides of the same coin, and they both reside in the solar plexus chakra. So it's the third chakra, and it's located at your diaphragm. And this is why I... D- I don't know if you all find this, maybe not, maybe funny isn't the word, but maybe not funny, haha. But ironic for sure is that a lot of people with high stress jobs or have poor um, stress management, you know, high, like high ranking CEOs and stuff like that, ulcers of the stomach are very, very common. Um, In fact, most of them will tell you kind of at some point, yeah, it was a thing for me. and I was just kind of going back through some of my notes for some other master classes and things like that that I've hosted over the past few years. And I was looking at one that is about two years old now at, at this point. And, um, and I just wanted to share this little snippet with you that I was like, oh, this is so good. So your third chakra is your personal power, who you are and who you are, who do you feel like to yourself being and who you are kind of being seen by others. So what does that actually look like to other people? Not necessarily your relationship, but who do you embody? How do you feel about yourself? Um, Do you feel honored and recognized for who you are? If not, and it's imbalanced, you're going to struggle with being on video, writing out your thoughts, sharing authentically who you are if this is blocked. Um, I notice this one, especially if it's overactive, can be someone who's very narcissistic, doesn't think they need to hire a coach, They've already done maybe another program, so they should know these things. And they avoid getting help to help them scale and grow because they they know, or they think they know, um, that they can figure it out, they know the best way, and they can usually tell you some way in which what you're offering is wrong, it's not of value, very kind of narcissistic in, in nature. Um, where on the flip side, right, an imbalance where you don't have enough energy, you're going to be constantly searching for validation, right? This is your inner child, always kind of codependent. You have an idea, but you need to run it by somebody. You're not sure what your prices are. You're not sure how to speak up and, and kind of share. So what you're, what happens is when you're trying to grow this business, it literally blocks you from receiving money because you don't actually feel like you know enough. You don't feel like the authority. You don't feel like you should be compensated well. Um, and this this fear and insecurity is kind of how you operate. 
And I thought that was so interesting. Again, this is this was something that several years ago that I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do a, a quick thing. And I was like, ah, how poignant that this has been several years of what I've been doing for work. Um, and my mission has not changed. The detail in which I can share with you though has, which is where this podcast kind of came from. So let's start with inner child. So we hear a lot, especially in kind of the healing world and um, it's becoming more and more common. Um, I think in, in a lot of uh, circles to be talking about shadow work, inner child, like all these, these types of you know woo woo words and really all an inner child is, and we all have an inner child we all are a child at heart we all have when you're born you have basic needs you want to be seen you want to be heard you want to be loved um, and you want to be valued that's basically it those are your basic needs now those show up in several different ways so your inner child if it wasn't heard it was told to be quiet that you know your opinion is not really important. It doesn't really matter. Kids don't get a say, things like that. Now here's how it shows up in business. Okay. The inner child that is wounded with that their voice doesn't matter, right? Is probably going to have a hard time showing up on video. You're maybe a little bit more resistant. It feels uncomfortable. Um, you also feel like when somebody says something that you kind of take their word as Bible, this is it. This is what I need to do. You don't trust yourself. So when it's imbalanced and this inner child is kind of constantly seeking this validation and there's a lot of codependent behaviors, the way this shows up in business is again, you have a business idea, right? But you need to run it by somebody. You're not quite sure. Um, when you talk about it, you don't speak about it in such a way that kind of articulates authority and gives this energy of authority. Now, you know, people that are incredible speakers and can speak on their topic effortlessly, right? In the... Um, kind of motivational speaking arena. You got Tony Robbins, Gabby Bernstein, Brene Brown, like all of those people know what they are talking about. They have a very clear message and they can speak about it fluently. Now that does come from years of experience, but it feels so true to them. They don't have to seek validation from anywhere else. They know this to be true and this to be their true teachings. And so when your inner child is lacking is when your your solar plexus is lacking energy and this you have a lot of inner child work where your needs weren't met then and you respond in such a way that you then seek that out a lot of times you create patterns in your business that you heavily rely on people right you can only really work consistently maybe when you have a coach or a mentor you can only create things when you feel motivated when you feel inspired, so you kind of go through these 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 ruts and kind of in and out and in and out of really being productive. And not to say you can't have cycles in your business; that's one hundred percent true. But again, this goes more to the root chakra. You should have systems set up that even when you aren't feeling inspired because you're not going to all the time, that's totally normal. That you don't kind of fall into the spiral of it's because I'm not good enough. I don't have any ideas. I don't know what to share. Da 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 da. When you're an authority on something and you're so clear on your truth, you can speak about it in 19 different ways up and down till you're blue in the face. There, are, I teach the same things over and over and over and over again. And yes, variant ways, various ways in which it shows up, like all of those things. But I know this to be true. 
I have seen it for myself. I have seen it in so many of my clients. Their businesses take off, their lives are transformed and things like that when they do healing work combined with strategy work, right? So I can talk about that all day long. I know that that's my purpose. I don't need to ask anybody else if they think this is a good idea. I have an idea for a program and I just run with it. I know it's been put in my mind, my third eye has perceived it and has had this inkling and intuitive idea. And I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna bring that to fruition because there's a reason it's been given to me. I'm just move it forward, right? I put it out there, I see how it goes. Sometimes it lands well, sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay. But I don't allow the opinions of others to dictate whether it's going to be good or whether I'm going to put it out or whether I'm going to do these things. So that's one way that, that the wounded kind of inner child can show up when your needs haven't been met. So you're constantly seeking outside approval. Um, and this can again show up if your clients aren't getting the results that they need. And you're like, well, let me do this. Well, let me do this. Well, let me do this. When you're on a sales call, and they're like wishy-washy and not quite sure if they're going to commit and you feel the need to over deliver or really solidify all the things that you're giving them. That's your solar plexus and your, your imbalance showing up of, I need validation. I need you to feel like you need this. I need this sale because it makes me feel valid in business. It makes me feel valid in my ideas, in my mission and my purpose. So that's one way that the inner child can show up. I guess that's several different variations, but, and then, what the ego's job is. So the ego's job is basically like, I always say that it's like the, the, the dad at home with the rifle and the inner child's the, the, the kid that goes on a date, right? So the inner child goes out on a date and is like, okay, I'm just gonna go hang out with my friends. And everybody's like scared to come home because that, that dad with the gun is like protecting this little inner child. That's what the ego's job is. The ego's job is really to protect you. It's really to, it's all of the ways that you have learned to cope to when your needs haven't been met, that it can kind of be in your face, right? It's typically ego work is a little more, um, uh, I would say this is a little bit more when you have excessive energy, not always, but um, in different areas. So ego is kind of this mask that you put on, right? Big and tough or whatever the mask is. It's not always big and tough. Sometimes it actually is like fragile and meek. And that's your ego. That's your identity. And so maybe you've gotten what you needed. Your needs were met if you played fragile and meek. So the way, though, I, I find that the ego often shows up is a couple of different ways. And I really no noticed this a lot in my last launch of the energetics of entrepreneurship, which is my group program. Um, it's actually launching right now and is open for enrollment. So it's 10 weeks. It's this hybrid program. So you get a individual healing session and individual soulful strategy session. So we can see what's going on in your energetic body and then build habits and patterns in your business to support that alignment. And then you also have a group dynamic as well. So we have weekly group meetings, we have a group Voxer, modules and things like that that you can watch on your own. Um, and we go over all of the ways that the chakra system, the different ways the chakra system is actually influencing your business. So this is kind of a, a little bit of a preview of solar plexus. So what I found in my last launch, what was interesting is 
is lots of people sitting in ego of, I've already done business coaching, but I'm still not seeing any results, right? I've already signed up and, and maybe gone through a group coaching program. Maybe my Instagram feed looks, you know, fairly cohesive. Clearly, like I have a message. I have this I help statement. I have a link to click things on my bio. I'm good. I don't need any more business coaching like that. I think I'm more one-on-one. -on -one. And I was like, hmm, ego, sit down. <laughs> this, the energetics of entrepreneurship is the most unique program I've come across in, and it was designed that way, is because I saw this need of so many people getting into business and then it doesn't take off like you think, and then you think you're too good for certain things. You think you're past that. What's interesting is if your business is not generating revenue in the way that you anticipated and you've kind of reworked it several times, clearly what you're doing is not working for you. Even if you have the prettiest Instagram feed, even if you have a link in your bio, even if you're talking about it on stories, whatever you're saying, some of your messaging and the way that you are actually connecting with your ideal client is misfiring. That could be because your energetic body is off. You think that you're putting it out there that you want clients, but your energy says, I don't actually have the emotional capacity to handle any more clients or to have any clients right now. You may not see that, right? Because you, it's hard when you're, when you're in your own body, when you're in your own experience, right? It's really hard to zoom out. It's like, you know, hindsight is always 2020, but the ego says you don't need another group program. You've already done that. Instead of saying, where could I actually benefit from this? Instead of being curious, the ego says, you know, I don't need another masterclass. I need to hire a coach that's more expensive, right? I need to, if they don't charge as much as I'm charging, they may not be a good enough coach. Now, mind you, you can have that for your own reasons, um, you know, but you've, you're like, well, I'm past that. Like my prices are past that. Why would I hire a coach like that? Well, you don't know the reason why they price things the way they price them. If you value what they're sharing, then that's what's important. Allow your ego to sit down. Your ego is saying, I, I only perceive money as a form of success. I think money and you know what their prices are obviously equates to their value. Well, let me tell you something. I know people that price them really high intentionally because they don't want a lot of clients. And I don't know about you, but I had, uh, my best girlfriend is currently in nursing school and we were kind of talking about, you know, the program and, and things like that. And she's like, you know, a lot of them are frustrated because it's so, a lot of the students in the program are so frustrated because it's hard and it, it, it's kind of a no bullshit situation. She's like, you know what though? You know the kind of nurse I want? The one who has completed all of the assignments, been to all of the classes, and has turned in all of the work. Not the nurse that got a pat, you know, that they just passed her by and like pushed her through because, you know, she had a sick kid one week or she had, you know, stuff going on or, you know, what she's like, I want somebody who knows their shit at my bedside when I am having a, a medical emergency. And it's like, that's like this. Like being able to be take your ego out of it uh, and take kind of this like why is this happening to me things like that or when a launch doesn't go well if it doesn't go well and you take it personally on one hand it's like okay I put all this effort in but 
if your ego is so identified with the success of a launch or how much money you make or anything like that, it's because you're allowing the external to dictate what's happening internally. The ego is giving you a false perception. If the launch didn't go well, that means nothing about you as a person. What that does mean is you need to collect the data from the launch, look at it, what went well? What conversations did you have? What were people interested in? What were people not? And it's like, if nobody signed up or you got you know, not near the amount of signups you had wanted, why, why is that? Instead of being emo- so emotionally charged and reactive from it, you know, if you feel like you can only hire a one-on-one because you've only do- done a group program, why is that? Why do you feel like you're above group programs? I actually feel like group programs are way more beneficial a lot of times than one-on-one. I think there's a time and a place, and I think they both serve their purpose. But a lot of times, if you're not generating revenue and you've done a group program, it's because your energetic body is out of alignment, and that's what's being put out there. You actually need to begin to align your energy to become more of a magnet. So we need to deconstruct kind of what you have built and then rebuild your foundation. That doesn't always require one-on-one. So like ego can show up in so many different ways. It shows up in, in the way of like that when somebody, you know, when somebody says something about you on the internet or when somebody has a sales objection or something like that, you're talking and they're like, oh, I, you know, I just can't afford it. You make up all these stories about why they can't afford it because you're taking it personal. People say they can't afford it because it's a social acceptable excuse. To say I can't afford it rather than I'm scared to commit to myself. I'm scared to put that much money on the line. I don't know if I can follow through. That is really fucking scary to say and take that radical responsibility. And so most time people will take the cop out of I can't afford it because people make all sorts of things work that they really want. I have seen it over and over and over. So there are so many avenues that both the wounded kind of inner child that, you know, hasn't had its needs met plays out, right? That, that maybe a little more victim mentality, maybe a little more codependency, maybe a little more, um, even, you know, glamorizing and kind of putting all these other people on a pedestal. Oh, I'll never be good enough. I'll never be that great. Really um, minimizing who you are. And then the ego who's kind of in this overbearing mode of, I know it best. I've already done that. Um, The only way to make more money is to hire a coach that's more expensive or something like that. Like that is not true. None of those things are true, but those are all stories that our ego and our our solar plexus will tell us to keep us safe, essentially, emotionally, right? Like we don't want to feel like we don't know it all. We don't want to often ask for help and be put in that vulnerable position. So we often create these stories. We often create these attachments to some beliefs and things like that, that that don't long-term serve us, 
but for the moment feel good. So start to look at areas, not just in your business, but also in your life. Like where do these things show up? Where am I not open to other people's opinions? Where am I not open to change? Where am I not open to speak my truth? Where do I feel uncomfortable in my business? Where does when somebody says no or when somebody disagrees, what is my knee-jerk reaction to that? Am I defensive? Am I submissive? Why is that? Start to get curious on some of those things because it's really important when you're building a business. You want to have, this is really your solar plexus is your CEO center. And if we can't own who we are and our truth, it's going to be really hard for us to build a business that can sustain itself and its own energy if we don't know how to create that for ourselves. Again, we are not our business, but our energy is mirrored into our business as we are creating it. So if you are struggling from some of these things where maybe you ask a lot of people's opinions before you make decisions, what do you think is going to happen in your business? Right? Like maybe you'll have a hard time pulling the trigger on things that are right, or you're going to take on a business partner or something like that, that you can't make a decision without their approval. Or you may be too pigheaded to ever ask for help. And so you end up burnt out, right? You're, you're too caught up in the, I can do it myself. I know best. I've already done that. I've already tried that. I'm not open to people's opinions. And so then you pigeon your whole yourself in a whole different way. There's so many variations of how, you know, the dynamic of inner child and, and ego kind of show up, but most of it is this falsity of who you are. And so really the, the solar plexus loves when you own your power. Solar plexus is going to be so great for you when you speak your truth and you're unapologetic. It's okay if people don't agree. And you don't tie yourself to this emotional turmoil. If they don't agree with it, it means something about me. Allow people to have their own experience. I'm standing in my truth. I'm standing in my power. And that's okay. It's okay for us to disagree. It's okay for us to like different things. It's okay for us to run our businesses differently. We are different people. They are different businesses. No problemo. Right? So start to get a, a little bit curious about that in your own business, the way that you kind of react to things. Um, if you are interested in the energetics of entrepreneurship, like I said, it is currently open for enrollment. All you have to do is send me a DM on Instagram. If you have more questions, you can also check out my website. The sales page is up there uh, for you to, to look into that as well. And if you have any questions, um, curious about the program, what it teaches, all that is up there for you too. I can actually put the link in the show notes so you can check that out. Um, if you are interested in healing sessions, things like that, again, feel free to DM me. That's really what I'm here for is to really help people heal, heal their energetic body so they can really stay in alignment with their purpose and their mission and bring that out into the world. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.